The following podcast is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It should not be substituted for professional medical or psychological advice. Before beginning or changing a treatment plan, please consult your local healthcare professional. everyone welcome back to bio psycho socially distant <laughs> oh that's a good one I, I i thought of it earlier today and i was really excited to say it. i'm a little bit sad that i didn't think of it good job thanks thanks <laughs> i was like I, I was going about my business and said oh i've got it i was dumping my compost actually and i was spinning around my waist and i said you know what i Biopsychosocially distant. That's brilliant. That is what we are. Thanks, thanks, Zencaster, for allowing us to do this from a distance. Yeah. So, as we've alluded to, Kayla and I are socially distancing, continuing our podcast. We are not meeting together in person. We are doing the right social thing, and we are using a gorgeous platform to record safely from each other. However, we do miss each other terribly. Yes, we do. And Jordan dropped me off a cookie, and that. <laughs> When I was having a bad day, <laughs> but, but we didn't make contact. She just left it at my door. And then I got really worried that like my neighbor would take it or like ants would come. So I raced to the door to get it. Right. I like, I knew you were in session and it was going to rain. So, and yeah. I had, and I also had to make dinner um, and I wanted to eat dinner. So I said, I'll just drop it off and run. So I dropped you off the cookie and I said, wait a minute, Kayla's going to think, Kayla might think somebody dropped off the cookie and it's poison. So I took a picture of the cookie in front of your door. So you, when one knew, know it was there and two know that indeed I left it there. Oh, okay. Yes. That was, that was the whole thought process. And it wasn't, and it was not just one, I did not just leave her one measly cookie. It was a 10 inch, it was a 10 inch cast iron skillet cookie. Yes. It took me several days to eat. That's good. Hey, that's a lot longer than it lasts in our house. (laughs) Um, Well, you have two people also. Um, So how have you been coping during this whole COVID nightmare? Um, I mean, I'm still here. Yeah. (laughs) you're here you're a person I definitely um it wasn't that long ago that I um what was that concert that they did that Lady Gaga put on called like Together at Home I think it was called and she raised like 35 million dollars from billionaires something like that sounds like Gaga so she had there were like these um Instagram live Mm -hmm. like you know you could watch it afterwards I don't know what that's called I'm not cool and there was one a performance with Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift did this song called um, "Soon You'll Get Better," which is about her mom's her mom getting cancer again. Aww. And I like lost it, and it wasn't Aww. even a personal sadness. It was it was very much like a I can't believe all these people are sick. I can't believe all these people are dying. I can't believe this is happening. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. It was probably the first time that I had like a that the the grief of the world really touched me, if that uh, makes sense. No, it makes that makes perfect sense. So I've been, you know, I've been going on walks every day this week. That's been helpful to get out in the sunshine. It was oh, gorgeous absolutely. today, too. Yeah, it was gorgeous today. I did a jock myself. I've been trying to get outside. But, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you kind of like you have to think about it because you can't be blind to what's going on in the world. But it does get it does get exhausting. Um, I had an ugly cry this morning over the John Krasinski Good News Network office wedding. Did you see that? No, it was so freaking cute. Do it. I like like like, you know, you see something online and it's very touching and maybe you have a teardrop or two. No, my face was wet. I was I was like (gasps) crying. Like I was like face was soaking wet, sobbing. So gasping like a fish, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I was like, I I, like it completely just hit me right dead center in the feels. It was just, Mm -hmm. and it was really sweet. It wasn't and I like the good news network. I like that he's doing that because Mm -hmm. I can't take too much bad news. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think any of us can. My tip is always, um, Limit your exposure to the news. Yep. Know how to keep yourself safe and that's it. Also, hmm. the number of deaths are always going to go up. If they started going down, that would be a different virus. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Somebody said that on Reddit today and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fight the dead, fear the living. Yes. Always fear the living. Boy, fear the living. So what's our topic today, George? Our topic today, well, you and I have bonded over the things that are weird in this world, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Something that you and I both love, and I think we've both always been fascinated by this, are freak shows. Yeah, that was like my nickname in high school. I never called you freak. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was all of us theater kids collectively. (laughs) We kind of were a little bit of a freak show, but... We were, but fuck it. Yeah, it's whatever. We had fun. Um, Still do. So freak shows are a relic of the time, that era that bought us a lot of fucked up shit. The Victorian era. Yep. Yep. Just lots. It was just a big mess uh, from corsets to vibrators, the Victorian era. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been wanting to do this topic for a while and not because, not just because I want an excuse to watch freaks the night. (laughs) I mean, tell me you've seen that 1932 Todd Brown. I've never seen it, but of course I know that one of us, one of us. Google gobble, (laughs) loving cup, a loving cup. You have to watch it. It is such a, it's good. It's kitschy. It's of its own time. You have to, you have to watch it. And I like watching movies that are banned. Uh Uh-huh. You can find it, you know, you can find it on the dark web. There was a... You can't find the uncut version because apparently... What are you doing on the dark web? You know, it was on YouTube. That's not that dark. That's can, not that dark. It's like the gray web. Um, Fair. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have to watch it. You can't find the uncut version because, you know, somebody fainted in a movie theater in 1930-whatever, so... Oh my god, please. Has anyone ever seen, like, any of the torture porn movies that exist? No, Kayla. Do you have anything to... T- <laughs> you know, hostile, saw, torture porn. Oh, I thought like I thought it was actual porn, like a snuff film or something. Um, I've never seen a snuff film, thank God. Honestly, shocking that I haven't stumbled across one. No, me either. But every time I make that roasted chicken that um you have to stand up in the oven and put a put on top of a beer can, I always call it snuff film chicken. <laughs> Because it looks like a snuff film. You have to like, you have to shove the can up the chicken. You got to put butter all over. It's just a weird thing. So I call it snuff film chicken. 
Listen, one day when we cover urban legends, we're going to talk about snuff films, I think, because people think that they're an urban legend, but I, I'm skeptical about that. But anyways. Anyway, so so Freak Shows, we're huge fans. And also, I think Freak Show is the second best American Horror Story season. Don't at me. The first is Coven, obviously. Obviously. Nothing is better than Coven ever. No. Yes. And, and it's so funny because in my notes, I, I, I put that bullet point and I wrote it because nothing ever tops Coven. Mm-hmm. So... So I do like, yeah, so I'm fascinating about, fascinated about all of this, but I wanted to talk about like the medical conditions that caused people to have an altered physical state that led them to be in a freak show in this, in this era. Right. Yeah. I realize that freak shows are extremely problematic and they're awful for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a way marginalized people could make a living when people with disabilities or medical conditions weren't protected. And we're really like discarded. Right, truly, truly. This was this was the only way to make a living. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's interesting because as I kind of go through all these medical conditions, a lot of them are not debilitating. Right. They're and not. Might have been back then, though. Even so, some yes and some no. Well, some of them okay. are more treatable than others, but it's like it's on a it's on a spectrum. So I'm more talking about the medical conditions, not really talking about the people that were in freak shows. I'm just talking about like, you know, what conditions were most common, what they probably would have been billed as and what, and, you know, sort of about their medical conditions. Um, Yeah. So with, um, oh, so I am not going to talk about the elephant man. Okay. I I think, I I don't know about you, but I think, so uh, elephant man was uh, Joseph Merrick. Um, Mm -hmm. He was incorrectly called John Merrick in the movie, which was a fabulous movie. I think I think he needs his own podcast. So let's see how this sucker goes. And then maybe I'll do just a full deep dive on the Elephant Man again, not just because I want to watch the movie Elephant Man. (laughs) We should watch it together. We should. We should do one of the well, if we can't see each other in person, isn't there like some way where you can do the you watch a movie over something? Discord girl. I, you know, I know nothing about anything. It's a miracle. I, I can, I've got the microphone hooked up and you've only told me to back away from the microphone twice. <laughs> I will learn you in the ways of discord so that we can, cause I've tried, I've tried zoom with uh-huh. watching movies with other people and it slows my internet down. So it's, it can't, you can't watch a movie. I believe but it. Anyway, when we zoom the other night, I, it almost killed my battery. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot. And I did, I did Zoom communion with my church, which was fun because I also That's got the, cute. it was so cute. It was so like, I didn't, I was getting choked up. It was so nice to see everybody and everybody was having their morning wine. It was lovely. So here's one thing I want to say before we start off here. Um, we're living in an era where science and research and knowledge needs to be spread and valued. So, mm-hmm. and it's easier to access than one would think. So my sources for these medical conditions um, are from the CDC and WHO, uh, the World okay. Health Organization. Not the band WHO? Who are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't know anything about this topic. They might. You don't know. Um, with a few exceptions. I th- one, I, uh, I think I cited it. One, I'll, if I didn't get something from the CDC or the WHO, I will, I'll make note of it. That's because, okay. yeah. Yeah, because um, they more focus on things that are like a public issue, and some of these are really rare. And again, like I said, not debilitating. Right. Can, right. I, t- can I just interject with a sure. story? 
Yeah. I had an eight I had an eight year old child this morning tell me that he hated CNN and he was going to he was very busy and I asked him how he thought he could use his energy in a good way and he said he was going to use his energy hating CNN. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh God boy. bless. I got nothing. I can't make this shit up. <laughs> I got I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh boy. All right, so the CDC and the WHO give them some love. I am not saying this because the World World Health Organization declared 2020 the year of the nurse. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe it is. I mean, it didn't hurt. Also, happy 200th birthday, Florence Nightingale. We'll light a candle for you, girl. You wouldn't believe the shit that's going on right now. No, she wouldn't. No, oh, well, she would. She was big into hygiene. But anyway, all right, so microcephaly or the pinhead. Mm. which i hate which was which was featured in the the season of freak show yes. i think people people with this actual microcephaly disorder. no um i think pepper was the microcephalic yes um she did not actually have it it was an actress oh, I thought she... oh yeah, yeah yeah i knew Na- that okay never mind naomi grossman if you ever watch an interview with her she's funny as anything yeah um so a microcephaly it's a medical term literally broken down to mean small head mm-hmm it's more of an umbrella term that could be associated with many different kinds of illnesses and conditions. Mm-hmm. So it's considered to be a birth defect. So when babies are born with a less than average size head and uh, logically enough a brain. So it can be caused from a variety of infections during pregnancy, like toxoplasmosis. Um, pregnant Which lady. We all have. Holla at- oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. isn't that the one you get from a litter box? Correct. Yeah, holla at your girl if you need your preg- if you're if you need your litter box clean, pregnant ladies. <laughs> and also, I actually learned. I actually did not know this. Um, the Zika virus. Yes. Uh, if a pregnant woman, uh, pregnant woman contracts the Zika virus. Uh, you can. Uh, it's a birth defect of uh, mm-hmm. hydrocephaly. Um, also, substance abuse during pregnancy and malnutrition yeah. during pregnancy. So, mom doesn't get enough. Yeah, mom doesn't get enough nutrients during pregnancy or is abusing substance. Um, CDC estimates that it occurs in every one to 800 or 5,000 births. So it's a big gap concerning this. So it does cover a wide spectrum can vary in severity and there's no true standard of care because the brain's kind of a funny little organ. Um, it all depends on what part of the brain it affects, what part of the brain it hits and how severe it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So most common seizure disorders, which we don't know exactly why people have seizures all the time. Um, could be from an array of different things, pressure on the brain, tumor, even severe dehydration in some cases. So seizure disorders are really common in microcephalic um, individu- individuals with microcephaly. Um, I don't like to categorize people by their illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, intellectual disabilities, sensory disorders, so difficulty seeing, tasting, yep. smelling, yeah, all that good stuff, and movement disorders. So if it affects the part of your brain that sends signals to your limbs to move, you could potentially have a movement disorder. So yep. if your brain is smaller in size and the part of your brain that affects a certain function is compressed. Okay. So the pro- so the prognosis for this would vary upon what parts of the brain were affected and how they were affected. So if swallowing is impeded, mm-hmm. higher risk of aspiration, you would need in you know, in a medical in in a um in a modern example, somebody would consider alternate routes of feeding. So feeding through a feeding tube. Mm-hmm. However, turn of the century, um, this probably wouldn't be readily available. 
And in the same vein, seizures weren't well managed either. So if somebody's swallowing was affected, the chances of them surviving hundreds of years ago was pretty slim. Um, And even surviving with a seizure disorder, Mm -hmm. um, probably somebody would be institutionalized. Mm Oh, that's crazy to think about. Like, is it crazy? I've known who who have seizures who sure. just, like, live their lives normally. You know, absolutely. Oh my gosh! And also, you have to think about what causes this. So, Zika virus we didn't know about back then. Um, mm-hmm. I say we like I've been around for two hundred and fifty years. I'm a time lord. So I would. So what's probably going to cause this? You know, in the Victorian era, when freak shows would have happened, would have been malnutrition. If I had to guess. Okay. So already probably poor access to healthcare if you have mm-hmm. poor access to food. So seizures wouldn't be well managed. Any symptoms wouldn't be well managed. Um, what about, um, and this probably applies to any of the things you're going to talk about today, but like what, what sort of impact do you think it had for women to be corseted to the point where like their organs were shifted and their ribs were smaller and, or their rib cage was smaller, I should say. I think it would, yeah, it would probably impede the child's growth if you were wearing a corset mm. when you were pregnant and you're trying to fit into a corset. So maybe you're eating less and not gaining enough weight to mm. supply nutrients to the fetus. So, I mean, anorexia was a thing back then. So. Oh, sure it was. Right. And oh my gosh, absolutely. And mental illness and everything else. So definitely limited on what kind of access you can get to healthcare and managing seizures would have been just as difficult. So if you had somebody who was seizing, might not be understood exactly why they were seizing. Also, can I do a public service announcement quickly for seizure care? Please do. If you happen upon somebody who was seizing, don't put anything in their mouth, please. Mm -hmm. Do not try to restrict their movement. Call for help. Watch them and make sure they do not hurt themselves. And if you think of it, time it. Okay. I thought you were supposed to, if you could put something soft under their head. You can, but basically if you have them on the ground and they're not bashing their head back and forth, just try to make sure they don't bump into anything. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. And if they have any tubes by any chance or any IVs, any, you know, feeding tubes, anything like that, just make sure they don't pull them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, that, that knowledge isn't widely spread now. You think it was 200 no. years ago? No. Right, exactly. They probably thought, like, if you were having a seizure, you were, like, possessed by the devil or possessed something. Possessed by the devil. So all the more reason to, you know, either institutionalize somebody or if mm-hmm. somebody wasn't able to be institutionalized, I think that would be when they wound up in a sideshow or a dime museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other way to make a living. So not worse off enough to be committed to a hospital, but not able to get a job. Okay. And it also scares me to think because you think about somebody with um, an issue with, you know, an issue with their brain, with the size of their brain, their brain's compressing on different, you know, in different areas of it, how many medications and care and help they probably needed. And they were in a, and they were in a circus. Right. And it's not like they had a visiting nurse that could come see them in the circus. Right. And it's like, and, and, you know, every time, you know, freak shows are depicted, they're depicted as sort of like a family. Like they all had like maladies that needed care. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, it's just, so it's just kind of fascinating. So again, something that would be manageable now, there's people, babies born with this all the time and they're able yeah. to, yeah, they're able to survive it. Do you want to learn about elephantitis? Sure. Or lymphatic um, 
Filler, uh, I'm medical pronunciations are my worst thing. I got to admit, um, filariasis. <laughs> Did you just rap? Is that a shut up? <laughs> also had a beverage too. <laughs> filariasis. Filariasis. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if you were wrong. So you could just you could say whatever. You could make up a word, and I would believe you. <laughs> Again, don't at me. So. <laughs> So it's an infection caused by a parasite carried by mosquito, by a mosquito in tropical or subtropical areas. So I just say, yeah, when I was five, I had a really bad case of poison ivy on my face. Ow. And one of the, like the skin above one of my eyes kind of um, like blew up. (gasps) And my auntie kept telling me that I look like the elephant man. (laughs) Rude. I, I I did though. <laughs> did you say I am not an animal? No, I think I was just sad that when I went into the playroom, none of the children wanted to stay and play with me. <laughs> Future nurse Jordan would have played with you. She would have. Yeah, of course I would have. <laughs> so, but you didn't have elephantitis. Actually, the elephant man didn't have elephantitis either. Oh no. It's a misnomer, and we'll get to why it's why it would be called elephantitis. All right, so the affected mosquito bites a person. The parasite gets into the body, uh, the lymphatic into the lymphatic system, uh, where the parasite continues to grow, living, dying, reproducing. Ew. Buying a mid-century modern apartment, you know. <laughs> so Those rent prices just keep going up in this body. I don't know about you, but my lymphatic system is a beautiful place to live. Don't come. <laughs> and that's why I don't go outside. Uh, I don't need for sale signs in my armpit. Anyway, so the lymphatic system helps your body move around fluids and fight infection. Yep. Uh, so kind of important, and it doesn't need to be a co-op for parasites. Mm-hmm. Yet here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so before you go turn off this podcast and scrub your skin off in the shower for a new reason... Mm-hmm. Um, According to the CDC, you need multiple mosquito bites over long periods of time to get this illness. Um, It can take five to seven years after being bitten by an affected mosquito to become symptomatic. Don't tell me that. I know. I was bitten by a mosquito five years ago, probably. This is why I don't. Any day now. now, I'm going to sell tickets to stand outside your apartment and call you the elephant lady. Hey, I mean, I did work outside three summers in a row. So I mean, really any minute. (laughs) And I've worked in healthcare for a decade. So let's see what, let's see what's, uh, what's brewing in here. What's brewing in here. Oh my gosh. Give it a couple of years. We'll see. Um, We don't need to, what's so fascinating is like, we don't need to make up horror stories. Nature gives us enough material. You can get bit by a mosquito and not get sick for seven years. You'll forget all about it. And then you wake up and there you are. Boom. Elephant man. Elephant man. Not, but elephant man didn't have elephantitis. Freaking liar. That's why elephant man needs his own podcast. I see. Yes. All right. So if you're bitten by enough mosquitoes for a long enough period of time, what happens next? So your lymphatic system's not working like it should in the areas of the bo- um, in the areas of the body that need to circulate away fluid. Um, so people will, you know, so if your lymphatic system's not working well, you'll have excess swelling in your arms, legs, and scrotum, which is called hydrocele. Hydrocele. Yes, if you have swelling in your scrotum. That sounds kind of like a like a new type of. What Skinny. is that thing I'm thinking of? 
skincare? Well, yes, it could be. I'm thinking of like a Yeti, not the monster, but like the cup. Oh, that- <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what do you mean? A ye- oh, like the cup that you can buy. Oh, <laughs> I just, I thought skincare and like, let's be real. If it got rid of my dark circles, I don't care what the hell it is. Um, <laughs> and in the breast. So, so you have lymph nodes, basically where there are bends in your body. You've got them like in the top of your mm-hmm. thighs, you've got them under your arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have the swelling in your limbs, it's known as lymphedema. And it actually is, um, it actually can be caused uh, by other things, ex- you know, besides the uh, parasitic disease. Um, right. Really common reasons people have, uh, can develop lymphedema are congestive heart failure and breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with congestive heart failure, heart failure isn't strong enough to pump um, blood back um, pump the blood to your legs and feet. So there's fluid backup and, mm-hmm. um, in the lymph system can't drain well enough so that you get okay. excess fluid and blood in the, in your lower legs. Cause you can't pump back up to, yeah. So your blood can't circulate as well because your heart is not strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so it results in lower leg swelling and folks with congestive heart failure end up on diuretics and I won't get into all that, but do the diuretics make the swelling go away? Yeah. I've seen people with lymphedema before. Yeah. I have to, yeah. I actually went to a lymphedema clinic before. Yes, it does. Um, yep, diuretics, and depending on what the cause is, and uh, with diuretics uh, in congestive heart failure, swelling will go away. And what's the diuretic for the folks at home? Diuretic, uh, your local water pill. Uh, so it draws fluid out of the body. Makes you pee. Makes you pee. And it actually lowers your potassium level. So a lot of people that are on diuretics. Eat bananas? Eat, no, they no, they take <laughs> potassium. Because uh, potassium is really important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And with breast cancer, people with uh, sometimes, depending on where the cancer is, lymph nodes can be affected. And um, so if you think about your breasts, the women, women and men out there, because men can get breast cancer as well. Um, I do. I do think about my breasts. You, you, should think about, you should think about your breasts and you should do a self-exam once a month. Yes. Yep. Pick the day of the month that you, uh, pick the day of the month that you were born on. So my birthday oh, is the eighth of the idea. month. So eighth of every month, check your boobs, circular motion. <laughs> like you're, like you're dicing a tomato. I was told once. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yep. Yep. Circular. I, I go from, and you know, what I'm doing, you know, what I'm pantomiming it right now as I'm t- <laughs> Yeah. Start, start like under your armpits, go in a circular motion inside, get real up in there. You can save your own damn life. And after you get and do it in the shower, after you get out of the shower where your tissue is the softest. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, so if you think about where your breast is, um, your armpit as a lot of lymph, yeah, it's where your lymph nodes live under your Mm -hmm. armpits. So you can have affected, we call it affected, you know, affected lymph nodes. Um, if you have breast cancer, so they could remove said lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. So it makes good sense. On the arm that you don't have lymph nodes, you can have excess swelling. Okay. It's actually it's actually pretty pretty common to varying degrees. Um, so they are so as we as I mentioned before, um, they do have lymphedema clinics, uh, which are pretty cool. I like I went to one when I was a student, and these therapies are incredible. So they compress and massage the affected limb to reduce the swelling. Oh, I've heard of that lymphatic drainage massage. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep, they, I don't think that existed back when freak shows were a big thing, though. Negative, Ghost Rider. Unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> uh, so it's important to manage and kind of reduce the swelling, not from like a from an aesthetic point of view, because it messes with your 
brain, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the skin can break down from being overstretched. Mm. Um, and God forbid a wound forms on the area, it's harder to heal. Remember how I talked about it also, um, your lymphatic system also helps you fight infection. Mm-hmm. So the skin is weakened, um, wounds are harder to heal. So multiple infections and multiple trauma to the skin can cause the skin to become thickened and hardened mm-hmm. um, as a defense mechanism and can, can have an elephant-like appearance. And that's why it's I called see. elephantitis. And also with this condition, your kidney is under a lot of stress trying to get rid of the excess fluid. I talked about the immune system being compromised and it's a damn mess. Back to relating back to how somebody would wind up in a freak show. I'm guessing it would be more congestive heart failure or some other condition causing uh, the lymphatic system to be affected in the body. I don't think uh, a lot of people were in sub-Saharan uh, <laughs> tropical locations to get for long enough periods of time to get mosquito bites. Fair. And lymphatic in lymphatic massage and lymphedema therapy is a relatively new phenomenon. So the people that you know, develop swelling in their legs were immobile, uh, Mm -hmm. really high risk, weren't able to work. This is one of the conditions where they probably wouldn't have been able to make a living. And um, unfortunately, you know, we're a pariah and still in, you know, and and to this day, somebody has a lot of swelling in their legs. They can sort of feel, they can feel that way as well. They're housebound. um, Yes can't wear your regular clothes. You can't, you know, Mm -hmm. do the things that you normally do. So it's still, you know, although I hear remote work is all the rage these days. I'm saying I personally, I think so as well. And good because there's so many people that have the ability to work from home and would love to work from home. Yes. I am not one of them, but Hey, you know what? We do what we got to do. Do what you got to do. We're all in this together. All right, so for these last two, I really couldn't find much on the CDC or the WHO. Um, so the last two, there aren't they aren't necessarily like a public health issue. They're a little bit more self-limiting, as in they're not transmittable and they're not considered a birth defect. So the CDC and the WHO didn't have a lot of information. Um, I found okay. the information on, um, well, I'll get to the last one, but this next one I found the information about um, endocrine diseases. So it's agromegaly. Giantism. Oh, like, um, oh, what the hell is that actor's name that passed away? Andre the Giant? Not, mm, I don't, I'm not sure. Hold on. I'm going to Google it right now. Google it. Was it the guy that was in The Princess Bride? I'm thinking of the guy. I'm going to, I'm taking the complete opposite direction. I'm thinking of the guy that was in the House of a Thousand Corpses series. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I missed that one. (laughs) Rob Zombie. All three of them. Matthew McGrory, who was aptly named Tiny in that series, <laughs> he, pa- he he had giantism and he passed away. It's a it actually does have a lot of complications. Um, so it's an extremely rare condition, even though we just rattled off two people that have it. So it's a rare. Well, condition. Those are, I mean, those are famous people. Yeah, famous people with it. Yeah, and I guess if you're a big fella, it's kind of something to do. Um, hey. The- <laughs> You'd be a hit on dating sites, <laughs> I hey, hear. Yeah. Hey, big spender. Um, so it's an extremely rare condition caused by too much growth hormone being produced um, by the pituitary mm-hmm. gland, which is usually caused by a tumor. So it'll cause an overproduction of insulin, which is a shit show, if you can imagine. Um, and it's called giantism when it affects children. It's super duper rare. 
Um, so people with this condition are large, of course. They have big hands, protruding foreheads, spaced out teeth, just like a, a large limbs and hands. Uh, and big personalities. hey <laughs> But let me just bring it down to a buzzkill. It can affect your organs. Uh, causing It can cause congestive heart failure just... Uh, like we talked about uh, when the heart's weakened, it has difficulty pumping to distant parts of the body. And if, right. not, and if a lot of your body is distant, it's not good. No. <laughs> I've also heard that you can get so tall that your like nerves snap. I don't know if that's accurate or your tendons or something like that. Yes, I was you actually. keep up with the growth. Right. I was just about to say you have a lot of joint issues with this disease. <laughs> oh, what? Ugh, that just makes me feel squicky. I don't want to think about things snapping in my body. I know. It's like uh, it's like a really tall building moving. It's like creepy as anything. Um, there's no cure. It's no cure, but it is treatable. You can um, remove the offending tumor. Okay. Treat with- it, it is really offensive to me that that tumor is there. I mean, tumors typically are pretty offensive. Uh, they kind of, yeah, yeah. They kind of suck. <laughs> kind of suck. Um, you can radiate the area safely, lest we forget the radium girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the radiation would would be to prevent regrowth. And if only part of it can take out, take be taken out, they can kind of encase it a little bit with radiation and management of medications. So the meds that you use would be uh, somastatins, which are actually used in oncology. Um, oncology settings and injection mode. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's meant to inhibit a growth hormone and also um, dopamine agonist, which can be used for um, Parkinson's disease too, as well. Ah, yes. Like L-dopa. Yep. And L-dopa causes, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent here because I always find this so interesting, but Parkinson's disease in terms of dopamine, Parkinson's disease and uh, schizophrenia in the frontal lobe are complete opposite diseases. So correct. the medication given for Parkinson's to give produce more dopamine in the frontal lobes, like L-DOPA, will cause symptoms of schizophrenia, like hallucinations and delusions if there's too much, mm-hmm. you know, the patient takes too much. And uh, the medications given to individuals with schizophrenia and with positive symptoms like hallucinations and delusions um, takes away the dopamine and can cause symptoms of Parkinson's like um, tardive dyskinesia or yep. involuntary movement of the limbs. Yes. Absolutely. And that was my nerd rant. <laughs> nerd rant. Yes. It has like more of a paradoxical effect. So you would, yes. think, yeah, it causes the opposite of what you think that it would cause. Um, so again, a very manageable disorder but if it wasn't managed you have you're looking at somebody with a shortened lifespan and even when it yes. is managed yeah. did abraham lincoln have this he was fucking tall i hear i mean i wasn't there i heard that i heard that rumor i didn't i was more i didn't research that aspect of it but i have heard that people said that he's had it before but he doesn't really fit the profile of it like he was like very a gaunt looking person he didn't yeah. have like that big face mm, yeah. yeah that's true maybe yeah. he was just like maybe they didn't mean literally he was tall maybe they just meant like metaphorically he was a giant of a man <laughs> no i think he was actually tall but <laughs> I think- maybe he wore tall shoes we don't know or and it- just had a really tall hat <laughs> Well, he did have a tall hat, but I think it just made him, I just think it made a tall person even taller. Yes. Yeah. And actually the the last one that I did is like sort of like a wah wah. I did, um, 
I did werewolf sy- werewolf syndrome, hyper um, trisosis. So it, the, like the bearded woman. Yeah. Yeah. The bearded lady, the wolf boy, Jojo, the She's wolf boy. I know. I kind of feel like the, I kind of feel like the bearded lady some days, um, <laughs> especially with these salons not open. I've been doing my own maintenance for so long. It's been a moot <laughs> point for me. Yeah. You and I both cut our own hair. It's been easy. Yes, that's um, true. So I researched this disease and I like, I really did a deep dive. There's no known cause. Nothing is really associated with it. They figure it's a genetic disorder. There hasn't been a lot of research on it, which is interesting. Like I creeped around at some dermatology forums and basically all it said was, well, tell the patients you can remove the hair, but it's going to grow back. Um, The only other symptom that's associated with this that I stumbled upon is hearing loss. But that makes sense. Yes, because you've got like hair growing out out of your ears. Yeah. So the ears, like the your hearing isn't, it's not an internal issue. It's an external issue. So they don't know what really caused it, but we don't really see it that much anymore. No, I mean, well, if it's a genetic, if it's a genetic thing, mm. you're a social pariah, you're not reproducing. Yeah, that's true. You're bred out of the, it was bred out of the gene pool. Basically, it's actually like that occurred, that didn't occur to me till just now. But (laughs) we're so smart. (laughs) We're wicked smart. Well, it didn't like, and these people definitely didn't belong in a freak show because there was really nothing wrong with them. They were hairy. Who cares? (laughs) They were totally capable. They had no mental. I mean, you had to speak up when you talked to them a little bit. But other than that, they were completely capable of completing any job. So it's sort of of ridiculous that they wound up in a freak show because nobody would give them the time of day. Because, like, waxing didn't exist yet. Right. And even if, and listen, if you don't feel like waxing and you have hair, who cares? Don't. Yeah, if you don't want to wax or shave, don't. Like just No, yeah, who who cares? I mean, they probably got some blackheads under there, but who cares? <laughs> um so so when you break kind of like so like looking at these medical conditions from a modern standpoint, they're mm-hmm. manageable. Right. They're like there's definitely something you can do about them or in the case of werewolf syndrome, it, it's more, it's external. It's completely cosmetic, which I get, you know, that does, you know, probably wear on your psyche a lot to have a ton of hair. But, you know, if you want to shave every day and present as, you know, whatever normal is, go for it. But the other three disorders are, with the exception of giantism, that one's probably the hardest um, in whatever varying degree of microcephaly you have. Um, they're manageable, they're manageable disorders. And, you know, 200 years ago, people, you know, weren't interested in helping these people. Right. So it's just sort of, it's just sort of sad. Like, you know, we look at, we can look at it from modern times and say, you know, this was so doable. Like we could have, you know, so much more could have been done. And then people ended up in freak shows. They ended up socially isolated. They ended up being exploited. They I'm sure didn't make the money they deserved or needed. They did, you know, on the positive side, they developed a sense of community and a sense of family, but it was still, you know, it's probably a, diff- a difficult existence. And I'm sure people weren't nice to you when you came into town. Mm-hmm. They weren't like, oh, the freak show's here, like you and I would. <laughs> <laughs> we would stay afterwards for autographs, like it's Broadway. Well, duh. <laughs> 
Um, I have I have two more that I want to bring up though. Actually, one of them's a psychological thing that was probably not in a freak show. But let me see. Since you since you brought up brought up werewolf boy, I would like to present to the boys and girls in the class um, clinical lycanthropy, which is a real thing. Um, it's a, I think it's a type of delusional disorder, but it's where a person like legitimately believes they're a werewolf. Um, huh. <laughs> did it take honestly, off? Did it take off yep. after Twilight? Probably. Probably. Um, I honestly can't wait to come across my first case of clinical lycanthropy. And I don't think it's in terms of like, like I know there are groups of people that are like, you know, I'm a vampire and it's something to them on a spiritual level, but it's more like, it's like you literally believe that you turn into a wolf when there's a full moon and like want to eat people. <laughs> like, So what happens when there's a full moon? Do they like go out back or? Girl, I don't know. Well, let me Somebody- know. Somebody finds them and takes them to an ASPCA. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then they're on the Sarah McLaughlin commercial, you know, <laughs> sh- shivering the arms of an angel or whatever. I fucking hate that commercial. I do too. It like makes me sad every time. I adopted an animal. Okay, I rescued one already, <laughs> and you rescued two. I did. I yes, you adopted well, the other. You adopted a teen mom. I did. The other one I wanted to ask you about was the, I don't know if you've ever heard, this wasn't in North America. Um, I feel like I see this a lot in South Asia, Uh but um, HPV that causes the warts all over the skin that kind of makes someone look like they have tree bark for skin. I have heard of that. Yes. Um, Which I would imagine is probably preventable with like proper access to medical care because it's just warts. Really? Right. It's just, yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of the stuff is preventable with access to regular medical care, but well, and if it's caused by HPV, you know, we want to stigmatize that as much as possible. What do you mean? Oh, 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 like you're being sarcastic. I see. (laughs) I was like, that's terrible. No, I was, yes, I was making, yes, that was a slight at the patriarchy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we now have a vaccine for that. So yay. Gardasil. Those of us who believe in vaccines, but anyways, not saying uh, that not <laughs> saying that you should, but you know, well, that's an uh, episode for another time, I think. Well, there we go in the anti-vaxxer. Uh, there go all our listens by the anti-vaxxers, but whatever. Bye. Bye. Um. Anyways, so let's see. Do you have a random question, or do I need have a random question? Why don't we ask each other a random question, and then we'll start over next week? What's your earliest memory? My earliest memory. Oh, the first one that came to mind was running away from home. <laughs> let me let me be let me be more specific. Color me surprised. That I I I was probably upset that I didn't get my way or something like that because I was thinking it was like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother lived probably within five miles of my house when I was growing up. Uh huh. And I had this Care Bear suitcase that said "To Grandmother's House We Go," and it had like a a rainbow on it and so i got mad and i packed my fucking suitcase <laughs> and i i walked i started walking down the street and my mom stood on the porch and was like all right bye <laughs> and you were like this is ridiculous <laughs> and then i got to the end of the street and turned around <laughs> you were like i thought i thought this over <laughs> i've decided to reconcile with you mother <laughs> this time and she was like okay all right come inside we have ice cream (laughs) nice i wouldn't have given you ice cream i would have been like go to bed you ain't great yeah and that's probably actually what happened (laughs) 
<laughs> you're grounded for the next 40 years, actually. I'm still grounded. You're still day. grounded, yep. Right after this, you have to go to bed. Yes. What is your earliest memory? And then I'll ask you a different question. Um, my earliest memory, I was playing in a sandbox at a playground in the town that my grandmother lived in. And she was sitting on the bench on a bench in front, like next to the uh, sandbox watching me play. And someone came mm-hmm. up to her and said, how old is she? And she said, she'll be two in June. So I lose before I was two. Mm-hmm. That is my earliest memory. Huh. And it's kind of fun, kind of cool. Cause it's time stamped. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, like it's like kind of neat that that's I remember it and I remember knowing I was being watched. So I was for some reason I thought that was going to take a really dark turn. Like I thought your grandma was going to be like, leave me alone. Don't talk to her. I don't know. Like, don't try to snatch my grandchild. I might have blocked that part open. No, I was just, you know, I just remember and I remember the. um Yeah, I remember the I remember what playground it was, too. It was across the street from across the street from the mall in the town that my grandparents lived in i'm not gonna say mm. which town it was but i can tell you which i could i know exactly where it is mm-hmm. well, that's cool yeah that's it that's um, my yeah that's my earliest memory my random question is if you could live anywhere in the world where would you live here i don't want to move <laughs> yeah. i would love i was you know what i i i had the realization last weekend that mm-hmm. i had never actually watched the hostel movies um, really? After after watching them, I realized it's because they're really bad. Yeah. Um, like completely met my expectations because they were bad. Anyways, <laughs> the second movie starts in Italy, and they're sitting in Italy. And I, for some reason, I had this flashback of when I um, visited Italy, and just every the weather was so warm and balmy, and everyone was just so relaxed and took everything so slow. So I would like to live in Italy. That sounds good. And I could say, like, mi piace la lasagna all the time. And people will be like, we speak English. <laughs> I mean, you could say that here. There's plenty of places. There's plenty of places I want to visit. I would love to go to Italy, England. Uh, I want to go to New Orleans. We we both say that all the time that we want to go. Yeah, um, We're going to go. Yeah, we are. Yeah, when the world opens up, we'll go. But like, as far as living, I just, I just hate moving. I've moved so many times. I never want to do it again. I bought a house with a full bathroom on the first floor for when I am too old to get up the stairs. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I saw that I, when we walked into this house, I'm like, bathroom on the first floor. We're good. Bathroom with a shower on the first floor. We're good. Several times in the last two months, I have a savings that I'm saving up to put a down payment on a house, as you know. Uh I've thought maybe I will ditch the idea of buying a house and just travel and leave and just never find. Maybe I'll fake my own death so I don't have to pay my student loans. That's fair. But you just didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll make it really convincing. Um, Yeah, yeah. It was just like a big, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. Put a show on, you know, like make, just cry a lot. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And, you know, just traveling, that sounds like it would be really nice. There is some, there, there is something to be said about traveling, but as a homeowner, there is something about having land that you own. It makes you feel, it's very, it's very medieval. This is my land. Like there's something, there's something to be said about that. (laughs) I would also like to say this week that I, I've had a rough couple of weeks and I'm really, really grateful for the support system I, I have. 
One of which is you, of course. Oh, Bobby, I love you. Um, but of course, the other day I was texting Victoria and I said something like I was joking, but I said something that worried her. And she was like, hold on a minute. I'm calling you right now. And I was like, wait, wait, you can't talk. Hold on. Wait, was that the same? And then was that the same night that you were, I video chatted you and you were talking to her and we just ended up Zooming? Well, no, no, no. That was a different night. But that also happened where like I was already talking to her and then you called me because you were also checking on me. So I'm just very supported. I'm very well supported, which is a nice feeling. You reap what you sow in this world and you put a lot of good out there. So of course, we're going to be here for you and love you and ship guys guys love you long time and i have a recommendation to read the book untamed by glennon doyle because um it is about all of the ways which we are like taught to be women and how undoing all of that can make us feel a lot more liberated and free and i was listening to it on my walk today like i told you and like wept because i was like yes girl yes so we all so we both wept today good for us yes we both had ugly cries. I I went on a four mile jog and I listened to like fifties doo wop when I'm jogging for. <laughs> Are you my dad? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like like there's some like music that makes me run that makes me go fast and then like some music that doesn't and I just find that that like up tempo like the temptation. Like that, like music just sort of makes me like late fifties, early sixties music just sort of like keeps me going. Oh, won't you stay? Yeah, yep. basically, <laughs> like walk like a man. I was, <laughs> <laughs> and you were, you were not walking like a man. You were jogging like a woman. Yeah, which is better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody out there, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. You can still take care of somebody from a distance, from six feet away. Be safe. You do not look stupid with your mask on. Wear it. <laughs> The one of the things I think made me cry when I was listening to um, Untamed today was when she said, um, we can do hard things. Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's my thing for you today from not me, Glennon Doyle, but still we can do hard things. Yep. We're going to do this hard thing. And you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at BioPsychPod, And you can also find us on Facebook. We are cooking up some extras for you as well. So be on the lookout for that. Yes, we are. So be on the lookout. Thank you for continuing to support us. We hope this breaks up the monotony a little bit. Um, We'll be dreaming up some new content. If there's something you want to hear about, please let us know. We got a lot of love for alien abduction therapy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. So until we speak again, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Be excellent to one another. We love you. Yeah, be excellent to each other. You're magnificent. And goodbye. Goodbye. I don't want to protect myself from data breaches, internet. Okay.